What up, Ravens Flock? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Make sure you follow on Spotify and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Every episode will be downloaded directly to your phone. On this episode, we recap the crazy, crazy, crazy Monday night football game against the Browns, what actually happened with Lamar Jackson, Kamar's take on Marcus Peters' spitting incident, and then we preview what should be an easy game against the Jags, but they never are as a Ravens fan. Ravens Flock, let's get it. What did it mean when the Ravens told you, we want you as a quarterback? I told him they're going to get everything about him. He's going to win the Super Bowl. Definitely. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? You ready? Uh. Uh. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to grind like that, to shine like this, in a matter of time I spent on some life. Oh, 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 Nightmares come true. It was time to marry the game, and I said, Yeah, I do. If you want it, you got to see it. Six. With a clear eye view. Trying to go long first, and the pass is intercepted. Marcus Peters. What up, Ravens Flock? Welcome back. Another episode, week 15. Season has flown by. It feels like it's been a long year, but not a long NFL season. Kamar Aiken and the kid Galley here with me. Let's just jump into it. Monday Night Football, people pre-season you know, season starting were like, ah, I hope they play football during COVID. And after watching that game, remembering what it's like to be a fan of the true Ravens, the, the stress Ravens, I kind of regret. I, I regret all of those once. But they did pull it out, which was nice. And Kamar, you spoke about it before last week's game. You said, you'll never pick against the Ravens playing the Browns because they're the Browns. And did we see that on Monday night? Definitely. Um, they they lost the game. Um, they they had that game won, to be honest. Um, and, and they should have won it, but they, in Cleveland Brown fashion, as usual, uh, they find a way to lose the game. So um, hats off to, to La- Lamar coming back out of the locker room. Uh, that was his first play back to it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So coming straight off the, the, the toilet, everybody's saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Straight to throwing a touchdown in Hollywood being there uh, and, and and just being there and showing up at, at a time where the game wasn't going in your favor all game either because Hollywood, it wasn't like he was rolling and, and having a good day as it was, but you showed up when it counted. He, he was about to be caught by the Ravens fans on Twitter. <laughs> you, know, like, hey. you, know, you know, it's crazy. They, I, I still feel like the, the they, they feel like that about him, though, because I, yeah. I still see people making jokes in yeah. a lot of the fan groups about him. I mean, it's just when you actually – tweet a complaint that's like use me and then it seems like every time he's throwing the ball he drops it i get like you can expect that from the fans as a player um like it was cold and the amount of time lamar was gone doesn't really line up with going to the bathroom so i'm gonna trust him and believe him that it was (laughs) cramping but what do you think it is covid related like just coming back from that how i don't see a lot of Maybe we don't hear about it, but like star players don't, especially quarterbacks. I know he's more of a runner. Don't tend to just cramp up in the middle of a game, at least from what I've seen. What do you think actually went down? Uh, I, I think it's possible just from him being dehydrated and him actually uh, having the COVID and, and going through some of them symptoms. So I, I can say, yeah, the fatigue. And then again, it, it, it's cold and you're not really drinking like that when it's cold. So right. he, he probably wasn't drinking and putting the fluids back in at the same time. So I, I can definitely see it being cramping. And he had a big day running, rushing, Very uh, taking, 
scrambling. So it wasn't like he was sitting back in the pocket and not really running around. So the treatment they gave him in the locker room, how much of that, like, what's that look like? Because he threw the touchdown, so he didn't run a lot, but then he sprinted to the end zone and then he looked perfectly fine. So it's like, did they just hit him with a ton of high hydration and then he's fine once it kind of filters through the body or? I would I would have to, to time how long he was in there, but they, they usually, if they have a good crew in there for IV, they can get you a quick bag or half a bag in his yeah. case uh, real fast. And then they can always cut the line when they have to. So they probably uh, was trying to stall as far as play calling and trying to give them some time to, to get him back and, and it worked out in their favor. Gally, Trace goes down. He actually looked decent in his, whatever, six pass attempts. Um, and then you see Lamar trotting out as it's going to commercial break for the two-minute warning. Mm-hmm. What, like, what was going through your head on Monday night? Um, pretty much. I felt like it was a scene out of a football movie. You know, like the replacements, any given Sunday. Like, that's kind of like the vibe that I received because the moment Trace got hurt, it was one of those situations where everybody – heart just stopped it was like bro what do we do now who's going to play quarterback there's no rg3 there's no trace mccorley lamar is out what do we do now and then here he come trotting on the field and it was kind of just like superman came to save the day so uh it was wonderful man like i think out of all the ravens games i've seen that may have been like one of the craziest comebacks i've seen solely based off the fact that it was fourth and five we didn't have a qb and this man throws a touchdown to take the lead like that's you can't write it up any perfectly than that Kumar, who was the emergency quarterback in your day? Because um, they said they were going to Sneed if they – I know Sam Cook's thrown a lot of good passes for the Ravens, but bringing in <laughs> Sam Cook on fourth and five would be funny looking. Nah, Sam's trying thrower? to keep his good rating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't really have any guys like that that, yeah. that I would think of. Well, that's one of our returners, but nah, I don't know. That's a good question. We would have been in trouble. Yeah, that would have been. <laughs> and that's wild because Ravens always kept two quarterbacks on the roster. So, yeah. And it just happened to be RG3 goes down. And then you're thinking, okay, you're not going to need a third stringer. And Trace throws, you know, he did his job. Like he, we'll talk about Greg Roman because that's been Kamara's biggest, hate, not hate, but criticism <laughs> so far this season, which is like, you're you're trying to make Lamar not do what Lamar Jackson does best and you're not putting him in positions to succeed and then they're running the ball extremely well and your backup quarterback comes in and you throw him first and second down is that because the defense is going to pack the box or he trusts Trace that much or like as a fan we're like hand the ball off on first down you're running for nine yards per carry that's obviously in part because of Lamar but like what do you see from that sense? Uh, I would say them just looking at analytics probably and just saying, hey, th- he's coming in. The chances of us throwing a pass or something like that is, is highly low. So let's let's sprinkle in something different. And they, they might trust him, to be honest. Um, I don't know what, he do- what, what he's actually doing in practice right. and what they actually see from him on a day-to-day. You know what I mean? So I'm pretty sure if they're, if they're calling, they, they trust him to a certain extent, but a little bit of it at the same time is – probably them trying to uh, outdo analytics. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I said before, like stick to what works. And if it's <laughs> working, like why break was fixed? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's a combination between can you run? They're obviously going to load the box. The bat, the third stringer is yeah. in, but the run game has been working. So it's like how much do you try and catch them off guard? Gowie, 
Kamar, we finally have gotten to the point that we've been waiting for all season. Mark Ingram, one snap on the night. Gal, your boy Dobbins <laughs> is the lead back. Gus yes. played awesome as well. But uh, going forward, what do you think the Ravens are going to look like? Is that rushing attack back? Uh, I think that it is. Um, when J.K. Dobbins got drafted, I don't think a lot of Ravens fans knew what they were actually getting. Uh, the moment J.K. showed up at Ohio State and I saw the potential in him, it's kind of like this guy is going to be, you know, that. And if I'm not mistaken, he had better numbers than Ezekiel Elliott in, uh, at Ohio State. And Zeke was that guy. Like if you watched Zeke in college, he was that guy. So that just lets you know how promising J.K. is. So the fact that he's actually being fed now, I'm happy because like, I feel like Ravens are really going to start getting as much as they possibly can out of him. And uh, I think the Russian attack is back. Gus has been looking outstanding. And I don't know if it's just me, but Gus looks more explosive than what I thought he originally was. Like when I see him cut to the outside and just the maneuver, uh, the moves that he make uh, when he bumps in and out, it's like Gus actually has some good speed on him. So I think that one, two punch is really going to be dangerous for the rest of the season. He's a young running back, and I think he ran so strong downhill and breaks tackles that people were probably like, okay, that's who Gus Edwards is. But mm -hmm. he's 20, you know, he's under 25 years old. So why not let him develop like you have plans for Dobbins? Is Lamar Jackson not getting enough credit? Kamar, like 47 points, and he missed two drives. And he, I mean, he won that game. We know the weapons that he's dealing with. We know kind of a no Boyle, no Stanley. Is Lamar rounding into form? Was this kind of here all year? My slogan, let Lamar be Lamar. What are we looking at over the last three regular season games? Uh, hopefully let Lamar be Lamar. Don't force the issue as far as passing. When you do pass, hit your guy who you, who you know is most reliable, and that's Andrews, uh, and stick to the run. I would like to see Gus get a lot more carries, though, to be honest. I know y'all are uh, J.K. No, fans. Nah, I, I, <laughs> you look at the I've been watching school. Gus for a little. I've been watching Gus for a minute, and he's putting in the work mm -hmm. to deserve to, to have those carries and, and to, to be the league. I, I'm just surprised they haven't given him that full opportunity to be honest i don't get it like the especially the way he was running and then you go whatever he put up on the ground two touchdowns mm -hmm. and then you go look nine carries and it's like how did he only touch right. the ball nine times and he was really impressive let's flip sides because while the ravens did put 47 on the scoreboard they did allow 42 which is <laughs> which is interesting um which is encouraging because you know how good that ravens unit can be and it feels like the Ravens are making a push and haven't played a complete game yet, or at least since their early, early days. Gally, defensively, I know our corners went down. I know we're, it's injuries, but what are you seeing from the defense? Because, like, you're a Baker believer, but that man, look, he looked like Patrick Mahomes out there. Yeah. Um, I just – honestly, I don't know what to say about the defense uh, – Cause I feel like obviously, you know, Marcus Peters, he had his, his issues. Um, but like I said, Peters, we knew this from the jump. He's a risk taker. Uh, sometimes he'll get beat. There's times where he'll make a crazy interception and maybe return it to a, for a touchdown, but it's kind of, you got to take the good with the bad when it comes to him. Um, but honestly, I just think that was just a fight from the Browns. I think the Browns really kind of, 
put their foot on the Ravens neck and let them know that they were here. Like this isn't the same team that we beat earlier in the season. They were playing more with the chip on their shoulder than we were. Uh, obviously we're playing for a position in the playoffs, but you know, you're getting the redemption in this game. So it's like, you guys blew us out the first time. We're not letting that happen again. And I think that's what it really came down to. Kumar, the Marcus Peters incident. Um, I don't know how much you've seen like the direct clip, but you mentioned it. So what, you know, what's the takeaway from a league standpoint? Does Marcus have that rep? What do you think really went down there? Uh, I don't know if he has that rep. I don't know if he, that's his first time ever doing something to that extent. Um, I know he, he has the talking rep and then getting into, you know, altercations with guys, but I've never seen like uh, him be up for something like that as far as like spitting or doing something like that. It's just, it's, it's, it's weird because I didn't see that going on in the game with him and Landry throughout the game to be right. honest. So it's just, it, it was just a weird incident that, that happened. And it, it might be coincidental that he just was doing it towards the same direction, but camera, the camera angle doesn't justify it to be honest. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. And Gally, I, I, you made the joke. You can't be doing that in a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that during a pandemic, bro. Like, <laughs> Coaches are getting fined for not wearing masks. Are you spitting on people? <laughs> Especially from the team that set the standard for the COVID cases. And that team has not stopped. The Ravens lose three more receivers or maybe could be back. Who knows? I can't follow the rules. If we were following the rules, I'm pretty sure the game against Dallas wouldn't have gone on because Dez was kissing guys and then he had COVID. So, um, But outside of the rules... You've got Hollywood, Prochet, and Boykin. Boykin's actually made some key catches over the last few weeks, which is exciting. Um, Jacksonville is not a team. It's the one team you can probably live without those guys. But what do you see from a game plan perspective? Derrick Henry just destroyed them. The Ravens are the best rush attack in the league. Um, Kamar, what are the Ravens going to do against Jacksonville to make sure they secure the win? Run the ball, and they're going to run on a lot. <laughs> Gus might get the carries that I've been wanting him to get, um, but both of them guys, I think they're going to run the ball a lot. You're going to see Lamar run a little more, um, and you expect Jacksonville to run. They, they're running back is what, in the top three in rushing this year? He's awesome. He's been awesome. So, and he's doing a pretty good – so I'm pretty sure it's going to be a ground attack game. It's going to be a quick game. So for, for receivers, that's a, it's an in and out. Let's <laughs> go out here, get the grind. Uh, get the run game going, get big up on the score, drain the time, and just get up out of there. But I think it's going to be on the on the running backs. Yeah. Gally, what do you expect against Jacksonville? Let's go from the defensive side of the ball. Um, For us, like for us against Jacksonville, uh, yeah. obviously you our front seven has to do their job. Like you said, they're running back. He's been doing work this year. Uh, so somebody has to make a statement, put an end to that. And if you take away their run game, you're forcing them to play a game that they're, they haven't really been excelling at this year. So, uh, yeah, it's really just stopping the run and doing what we do best. Kumar, tanking comes up a lot. The Jags won their first game this season. They've lost 13 in a row or 12 in a row, which is a lot of games to lose consecutively. You played in the NFL. Is tanking – you probably weren't around many teams that would have been in a tanking position, but, like, Jacksonville, how badly – is there, a, like, a different mindset? Ravens get need this win. Jacksonville actually would prefer to lose organizationally, but how do the players react to that? 
Um, I don't think they upstairs may want to lose organizationally, but I don't think those coaches, because even though upstairs wants a better position, they're still evaluating those coaches right. and making decisions as far as to fire them. So to any team I've ever been a part of, they've always still literally tried to, as bad as everything was against us and as bad as everything looked, they were literally trying to win. Um, so I've never been a part of a team throwing, I guess, throwing the last couple of games. If anything, you try to spoil um, that's probably what they're going to be preaching. Like, we're not we're not going nowhere this year. We're not going to no playoffs. But we can spoil their playoff hopes and 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 taint their mind and, and get a building going into next year. Um, and that's probably what they're preaching, to be honest. Right. That makes sense. Gally, from a Ravens fan, I don't think we're ever confident. But uh, in this one, like, where where's your nervous level from a scale of 1 to 10? My nervous level isn't high at all for this. Um, you know, you never want to count out an, an opponent because it's always any given Sunday. But uh, I think, you know, especially coming off a crazy win that they just came off of, I think the Ravens know what's at stake and they're going to approach every game with the same intensity that they had last week. I think the schedule lined up well. If we are playing the Giants this week and the way they've been preparing their guys and the defense has been flying around, it could have been – not a letdown, but a bad spot. I think you get Jacksonville, you should take care of, get ready for the Giants, and then close out against Cincy, which would leave us with a five-game win streak. And for everyone listening, just so you know, the Ravens are not in the playoffs today. They need a loss over the next nine games between the Colts, Browns, Dolphins. Could those teams go undefeated? That would probably be the worst. That would be very 2020. Um, there's, a, there's actually a scenario. There, this is the best 2020 fact. There's a scenario that the Browns, even with the added playoff spot, could get to 11 and five, and they could still miss the playoffs, which would be obviously very That's Cleveland. Um, but for the Ravens' sake, let's assume one of those teams is going to drop a game. We have we would be on a five game win streak rolling into the playoffs. We'll have to see how the Ravens look defensively, offensively over the next three, but Kumar, what would the mindset in the locker room be? How confident are you in this Ravens team? Even if they get hot against maybe some not so talented teams. Oh, to make the playoffs, you mean just to have an opportunity? It's first of all, it's a lot of guys that have won a whole career and haven't even been to the playoffs. So just to make the playoffs is, a, is something in itself. Now, me personally looking for them, I wouldn't want to see them go in there and they got to face a Kansas City in the first round. I mean, yeah. well, they wouldn't have to – they'll be on the – Hopefully, KC's going to get the bye. Yeah, the, yeah, the so matchup right now, which could move with Buffalo, but would be Pittsburgh. And I feel yeah. like that's a – you, you that's don't a want game. That's a winnable game, especially because especially in the playoffs. We, right. We, I like I like us against Pittsburgh in the playoffs for some reason. I don't know why, but I do. Same. Because um, so, yeah, how yeah. many times it's so hard to win that rivalry game twice in a season? Three times, it's virtually no impossible. <laughs> Gowie, what do you think about the Ravens? How are you feeling? Confidence is back. Do we have our swagger back? Maybe a little. Uh, I think so. Like I said, just coming off that Cleveland game because. I think the, the Cleveland game was really a statement game. Uh, first of all, we have people that say Lamar Jackson can't win big games. Not only did he win a big game, but he came in on fourth down and made a crucial touchdown and, you know, still led us to victory later on in the game. So I feel like that really got the adrenaline pumping and everybody letting them know what's really at stake. It sucks that we had this COVID outbreak again. Um, we're not sure if the players are going to play or not, but if they're still able to play, I just expect everybody to just can keep this same intensity going into uh, 
this this final stretch. Um, but yeah, I think overall the confidence level was high for me. Um, when you get to the playoffs, you know that's another story because <laughs> you're talking about the best of the best. But um, I just think getting there shouldn't be an issue. I think they should be able to get it done. I love I love what you pointed out was Lamar ran for a million yards on Monday night. But people mm-hmm. don't realize, like, yeah, he came in, he threw the touchdown when everyone looked. It looked like he was going to run for the first. And then you see him throwing, you're like, oh, shit, he better be open. <laughs> uh, but then he gets the ball back, four or five completions, 54 seconds, right down the field. And I, I've said this before, not on the pod, but I want to discuss with you guys. I think Justin Tucker is the best at his job in the world. Like, not we already know he's the best kicker. But, like, his job is to – make field goals and i think he's the best person like if you look at doctors i think he's better than doctors are at surgery than he is <laughs> it's crazy how good this guy is did you play with jt kumar yeah i did uh tuck's a uh, most confident guy you're gonna run across um nothing's gonna break his confidence he can miss one and he's still gonna come back and have the confidence that i'll hit the next 100 straight right um, so he's a real confident guy so i'm not surprised he, he he's a uh <laughs> he's a different guy but he's a he's a great guy and um so tuck's a fun guy though for, for, he, he looks for like an, a very interesting guy with the opera and the KFC or not the KFC yes. the royal very farm. talented he has a, he has many talents i yeah. would say that um, so from a player they always talk about um like kickers like the players yeah. hate the kickers because it's normal like i was watching last night and the the Chargers kicker was the one who was almost cost them the game twice. Fire him. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that man still have a job, but go ahead. Wait, do you know the best part about Michael Badgley is that he filed for a trademark this offseason, the money badger, and he nicknamed himself that. And then he leads the league and missed kicks. That's a different type of confidence. That is a different was there were there any kickers? You, you're not going to name them, obviously, but was is that a real thing where the players like are kind of annoyed that kickers even exist because you guys fight all game and then it comes down to this dude who just plays pool all week? Yeah, I, I would have said annoyed at them, but um, they do have the easiest job as far as <laughs> like every time you see them, they are just like lounging and always laying around. So you'll be in meetings for hours and you come out and they're in there playing uh What's the, the thing that you toss the bags? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is Cornwall. that game called? Cornwall. Cornwall. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So you'll see them doing stuff like that. Or you'll just see them like rigging where they go to practice and their day is already over and they got their bags and they're heading out. I'm like, man, that's crazy. It's, it's 12 o'clock and y'all already <laughs> going home because they cook. I mean, they, they cook kicked literally early that morning while we were in meetings. So their day is, is pretty much done if it's that right. type of day. So, yeah, they, they do have the easiest job. So you do kind of when them situations come up, you're like, come on, bro. You got the easiest job during the week. Like, all we need you to do is just kick it through the uprights and we good and we out of here. So when they do miss it, it is that kind of like looking at them like, come on, you got one job. One job. <laughs> Literally. So. so did you at least appreciate JT a little more because like he, he missed less than other guys? Uh, I did, um, but I haven't really been around too many bad kickers, to be honest. That's um, good. Yeah, I, I was I was with, um, what's the kicker that was in New England? Uh, he has the, the long name. Gostowski? Yeah, before he started playing, as far as how he's kicking, he wasn't kicking like that in New England. <laughs> yeah, no, he was excellent in New England. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's a different uh, a different guy. So I, I was able to be around him, Adam, uh, Vincent, you know, he, he's yeah. one of the, the, the GOATs. 
Um, so yeah, I wasn't really around any kickers that were really missing like that, to be honest. I think that's an understatement. I think you literally had like the best three kickers in the past right. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> He's like drop, name dropping the Hall of Fame kickers. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they weren't too bad. That's nice. All right, Ravens flock. We will be back next week. Hopefully the Ravens secure a big win. Hopefully you need a combination of one win between the Browns or one loss between the Colts, Browns, and Miami. Miami plays the Patriots. Uh, the Browns play the Giants on primetime and the Colts play Houston. So chances, no guarantees, but definitely chances to see that yeah. loss. Um, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace.